Do you love human design, but sometimes feel off-put by the gatekeeping and culty vibes? We did too. Here at Human Design Hot Topics, we encourage breaking the human design rules and experimenting for yourself. Take what resonates and leave the rest. We will be sharing the controversial pieces of human design, as well as challenging our guests to (laughs) spill their guts. Welcome to this off-the-cuff episode of Hot Topics. Welcome, welcome. Hi, I'm so glad to see your face. I'm glad to see you too. Okay, good. Because I I feel like we can finally start seeing more of each other. I I went in the black hole for a while. I know. It wasn't that long. It was, you had to do what you had to do to experiment. Yeah. And that's what we're going to talk about today. It's, I don't know if it's a hot topic necessarily, but it's an update, hot updates on Janelle and Rebecca's experiment (laughs) and what we've got going on. And yeah, just to let you know that wherever you are, you are, and you're doing great. And a lot of things can happen up here and it's totally okay. Your thoughts are just thoughts. They're just thoughts. And we'll talk about action later, but a lot of times that's what people say. Your thoughts are thoughts and your actions mean everything. Well, for people who aren't supposed to have a lot of actions, that's it's like, It well, gets confusing. For people who only have definition in the Ajna, <laughs> I better make my actions count. It better be high quality or else I'm totally screwed. (laughs) Who aren't meant to initiate or respond. It's like, uh, all I got are my thoughts, man. Yeah. What do you you want from me? (laughs) What do you want from us? Um, But yeah, so I guess I'll start off by saying I'm five years into my experiment. And this whole time I've been working at a restaurant so that I can pay bills to live. And it's not really great for my energy. Besides Mm -hmm. that, I love being outside and spending time with my husband and my dogs and doing a lot of really simple things. I used to think that I I had like a lot of that whole, like a hundred, you have to like juice it all. I, I need to look it up. There's, I know there's a gate where you feel like you have to get everything out of life. I think it's in the room. Um, I think I have it. Um, and I used to think that every day, and especially as social media started to become more popular, every day had to be like fun and this and that, and you're going to have to do this. And, and like, mm-hmm. everything has to be exciting. Like all your interests and stuff that you enjoy doing on a regular basis have to be really exciting. And they can't be like coffee shop dates with your husband or wandering <laughs> around in our little downtown or going for hikes or walks with our dog. Like that's just stuff that's in everybody's life but I needed to fit like action-packed cool exciting things to like fulfill be feel fulfilled in life and Mm. then I realized that actually the things that you enjoy doing are are just that and you should enjoy doing them without judging them because I was being very judgy of myself but also I think because I learned that I was a projector it kind of let me off the hook like I don't really have the energy for like super action-packed days every day. And I, I think that really gets a lot of projectors because they feel like if there's not a lot going on every single day consistently, then they're not living life correctly and, and they need to get more out of it. And how are they going to get more when really it's less, (laughs) Well, and that's an interesting thing to think about too, because there are the energy projectors who have more energy and 
Mm -hmm. And that's where, you, I mean, you know, my brain always goes when we talk about projectors specifically in general, it like drives me nuts. I'm like, I know they're so different. There could be a projector with eight centers defined. I know. I know you're right. That's true. <laughs> they're good, but they don't have consistent life energy. Right. That's the so, one thing that none of us have for sure. That is, that's kind of where I think it's interesting to, to focus on. And like I told you, I've been telling you, I guess for the past couple of weeks, that I've been really paying attention to the gates I have defined in the sacral. And I think I might start doing it with the other like lower centers because I, <laughs> I, I feel if I can feel the energy of that gate, then I'm feeling the energy of that center. And then maybe mm. I'm getting more in my body, you know, yes. sometimes I need a little bit more of a guidance or something and the gates can kind of give that to you I've told you that with my gate five and like how I like rhythms and cycles and when like I have a really good morning routine because I love my morning routine and I get I, I like when I can do it in a specific order and when I have a lot of time and when that happens I feel very like satisfied and that's <laughs> very much sacral energy so to me I'm like well that's cool but also don't get too like it has to go this way that's when my undefined root gates are like Hurry. yeah yeah you have a lot of undefined root pressure for sure mm -hmm. I don't think I have that many root gates I think I might have one or two it's just you don't that's why it is because it you have just have this like blank space around it so I it's know. like it's like it. hey where do we go with this <laughs> we have nowhere to go and you're right it's very much like hey I've said this before but the root center is that person behind me going, hey, go, move forward, move. Yes. <laughs> no, I don't want to. Um, but yeah, so I've been doing a job that's kind of meh, but I've been really leaning into the stuff I like to do besides that. I'm only there three days a week now. That, now, that was like an evolution because um, I was there full time for a while, which was, I can't even... I don't know how that would go. Um, <laughs> and now I'm in this place where I want to share what I know and I want to help people, but in my own six lines way and guide people, but not in a traditional manner at all. And like, that's kind of where it is. I don't like, I don't like to think about what it could be specifically I do human design readings but mm -hmm. I've told you this for a little while I don't know if that's like I like it but I'm like is this the thing is this the thing and yeah and sometimes I'm really into it but the guidance counseling thing that I've been doing recently has been the most that I felt like oh this is kind of cool but I also always have this like back of my mind feeling or thought that I'm not supposed to be doing this by myself and I don't Same. think <laughs> and I don't and I think that you and I working together in the way that we do is very helpful but I still get the message you're not you don't do this by yourself and I'm like, yeah I have Rebecca what more do you want from me and they're like well you need more people and I'm like god darn it I don't want more like I don't want to have to rely on other people and that brings in the whole trust thing and it's just like what so that's kind of where I am and we were talking about this before we came on that we were both were feeling kind of like stuck at the end of a cycle you know 
Yeah. And there's the beginning of a new cycle, which is exciting. <laughs> yeah. It's just you're done. You're done with school. So you're not teaching for the summer. Right. So subbing is done. And, and like I was telling you, it just feels like this release that I, like some kind of energy I was holding on to that I didn't realize I was holding on to. And so the past couple of days have been really just weird. They've gone by, mm-hmm. I've been kind of stuck like energetically, but I've also just really wanted to just be quiet. Like it, like, I just want to sit on my porch and feed Chester the squirrel and sit and listen to the wind blow. And like, that's it. But of course I have other things that I need to do, but um, yeah. And so when you were telling me, you're like, well, then just like, give yourself that time to rest, to separate the, the ending of this and to step into the beginning of this. It was like just affirming what I knew in mm-hmm. my system, but wasn't allowing myself somehow like, mm-hmm. okay, that sounds good. Let's go empty the dishwasher. <laughs> well, because it's like, you're, you're leaving a time of, of work of doing something that you're not, that you don't necessarily feel like is your thing. Right. I think you like it more than I like waiting. I know you like more than I like waiting tables, but I know you want something more, something different. Yeah. So it feels like because you don't have to do that thing anymore, you shouldn't be tired or you shouldn't be like feeling the way that you're feeling because you you should just be like relieved or new energy. Now let's go. And I think a lot of people don't realize that even if like something comes to an end that maybe you you wanted to come to an end it doesn't mean that you don't need like the space and the time to to process that whole experience because yeah now maybe you're like oh cool I have more time for myself and all my stuff but then everything comes into your mind mental projector of okay what's all of the stuff that I want to do and see and be and make and then it's everything and it's a lot and it's too much and yeah. that, this is what happens to me is I'm like, all right, I'm open and ready to, to receive the new stuff that I'm going to, that's going to happen for me. And then like, I get all these random weird ass thoughts of like new hobbies. I want new things that <clears throat> might be like a job or this or that and the other, and they just all fly in. But I can't, I, like, I can't like do anything with it. I'm like, <laughs> this is too much. Um, but I think sometimes, yeah, we just need to you just need to, and you also should like, you did, you're, you're, you're like, good job, <laughs> especially yeah. with your kids. Cause they are going through some big, big, like milestones in their life and they want they you to are. be around and they are happy that you're there and they're going to come visit you from college. I know that they will. <laughs> I know well it's pretty cute and it's real. I'm realizing as I'm talking to you like there I I feel like I need to kind of mourn this past year and and just allow the feelings to come up um yeah because yeah there's a there is a lot more processing that I'm realizing like it's just hitting me now today I was running a couple errands because I'm trying to find a cute outfit to wear to graduation tomorrow mm-hmm. and <laughs> And the whole time, like in the back of my mind, there was like, you know how you kind of have, you like mull over conversations or you like think about what you would have wanted to say or what you learned from a situation. So of course that whole situation with the long-term subbing and like, I got nervous that I'd have to see one of the teachers at um, graduation. I don't know if she'll be there, but I thought, oh crap, what if she's there? Like, that would be really annoying. 
And so obviously there's some things that I just need to let come to the surface and heal if I just spent half a day randomly thinking about all this stuff. Yeah. Cause it's like, <sighs> when you go back, it's going to be, if you go back, I don't know if you're going to go back, but if you decided to go back, it'll be totally different. Like it'll be a different time. It'll be a new year. I mean, I know it's a lot of the same students, but it's also new students and new faculty. And like, so it'll almost be like this time it's not over, but like, and these people's minds, it, they will have that's part of this is part of the reason why I really enjoy working at the restaurant not enjoy it but this is a let me walk an aspect you enjoy <laughs> this is a very tiny aspect that I enjoy at this very stupid job um, is that when I go home the next day no one remembers anything that happened the day before if like you screwed up a bunch of times no one remembers if like you had if you cried if like all this embarrassing shit happened nobody knows nobody has everybody has everything has changed and yes you don't even have to do it again so that's that's one of the tiny aspects I like and that would be awesome but these teachers I worked with are very much mean girls like the the teacher that I subbed for she came back to the campus to finish up some stuff and I so I went and talked to the new teacher I'm like hey how'd it go what's going on apparently she was so upset about some of the changes he made in the classroom like she decorated it the way she wants it's like Hobby Lobby threw up in her classroom it's (laughs) cute but he's a man and he's like I don't want to sit in a pink chair and I don't want to have all these girly aspects in the room and I'm like it's your classroom do what you want like it's yours now you're the one that's living in this room she's not coming back so why does it matter Right, but she got so pissed that apparently she dropped the F-bomb like at least five times in the middle of class when the students were in there. Oh, no. So well, she, she probably can't come back now. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's just like the the pettiness. Um, yeah. But And, of course, that gets in my system because mental projector stuff. So. Yeah. But yeah, it's okay. You're going to let it release, but it might take longer than you thought. It usually does. Especially, I think, if, if, like you said, you don't have a whole lot of, if we don't have a whole lot of definition, there's, it's almost like there's more stuff to get through. And I know that a lot of times people are like, well, undefined centers are just as great as defined centers. And you're right, they are, but they do different things. Like they have different. They do different things and aren't things it's, yeah our aura is penetrating and and the thing with mental projectors like that's even more amplified because of our open body plus mm-hmm. our penetrating aura and Ra would always say you know in his weird raw way with his sense of humor he's like as a projector you kind of have to imagine yourself as a cannibal and like do you want to eat this person that you're in aura with because that's how intense oh, our yeah. aura is right like we really just I haven't heard this I love this yes he's like you just get in there it's penetrating you get in there because that's how we guide people which of course is why the recognition and invitation is so important mm-hmm. so when you're a not self projector let alone a not self mental projector you completely absorb the other person mm-hmm. which explains my first marriage it's like on so many levels <laughs> yeah so so yeah that's what's that's what's interesting too is just really observing some of the energetic stuff that went on and and realizing that even though I was very I've I feel very aware in my experiment 
how some of the stuff still just kind of happens where I'll catch myself like, oh my gosh, I've just mm-hmm. been really um, pretending to be this version of myself. Whenever I'm around this person, like I just act in this different way and it's not me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, But the awareness part is part like, <clears throat> like we were talking about before, we're unconsciously going to think things that maybe are not healthy for us to think or we're unconsciously going to feel petty or change the way that we are or be jealous or all this stuff's going to happen because we're human beings. And these are, I mean, if you grew up in the United States, I would say these are things that are just like, we learn these things Mm -hmm. and it's just where your thoughts go. Sometimes you're not a bad person. If you have a, a bad thought, like, it just doesn't go that way because you can't step in front of the thought and make it stop before. Like it happens first and then you go, ah, oh, I'm a horrible person for thinking that. Like I said, before we came on, we had smoky skies and I was like, oh, this is so annoying. We have smoke in the sky. And then I was like, oh, crap, why did I think that? Like, I'm not having to deal with the actual fire. That must be so much worse. Those people must, must have it so much worse than me. Yeah, It's okay that I was annoyed by the smoke. <laughs> the awareness piece of me going actually there's probably other people because then I thought about that and I was like oh yeah they're dealing with that sucks like I I'm, then I started to send them like good thoughts and stuff and mm-hmm. that whole thought process was totally normal and regular and and you can't I learned this a long time ago I had I had to learn this because for a long time I thought that negative thoughts were weak and don't have them and just stop them from happening you just stop them People just, other people just stop them so I can stop them, we'll stop them. And that's not possible. So you just make yourself insane and then you feel like crap about yourself because you can't stop negative thoughts from happening. And then you're thinking more about the negative thoughts and then it's like, oh, instead of observing them and going, oh, right now I'm, I'm at a, I feel kind of low about myself, maybe and about some other things. I can see that, I can feel that this is what the product of that feeling is, are are these thoughts. And it's totally cool because I'm not those things. I'm just in this spot right now and I can be aware. Yeah, it's just an observation because your mind just wants to keep you safe. So it's doing its job. That's a good way to to think about it is, yeah, your, your mind wants to keep you safe. But there's a lot of things, I don't know, that I feel like, I guess for me, it's trust. Does that mean like my mind doesn't trust people? Doesn't doesn't feel like it's safe to trust people? Well, yeah, because you have those those old stories (laughs) Um, because of the limiting beliefs that imprint in your nervous system, like they, they get in there. And so the mind's like, oh, okay, when we trust people, shit goes down or whatever it is, like. I mean, it's likely something from I think your it's like trust myself mostly. Yeah. Because well, when right I talk too. about trusting the universe and trusting the universe and trusting the universe, I really think that's trusting my, myself. And I don't. Mm-hmm. The reason I don't trust myself is because I'm not where I would want to be if I was looking at myself as a person going, oh, I trust that person to lead me. I don't trust myself to lead me because I'm not where I want to be. How can I trust myself? Mm. I have no proof of that I can actually be where I want to be because I'm not there yet. It's like the biggest, stupidest catch-22 ever. 
It's like, how do I know I can do it if I haven't done it? Right. But then you're a three line, so you can't do it until you do it. Oh my gosh. This is why sometimes human design is like, <laughs> melts my brain because it literally, the things that were like the hard, most conditioned, most ingrained, the things you didn't want to look at or talk about, or you thought were like over and done with it. Who cares about those things? They present themselves to you in human design by going, yes. oh, well, you can't do this without doing this. And you're like, <laughs> well, that's not fair. And it's like, you're designed to do it this way. And you want to go the other way so badly. And in my, yes. I tell myself, I'm like, oh, I'm so good at being a third line. Like I'm great at experimenting and wow, whatever. I don't know if I am. <laughs> Well, and then we think about your motivation being innocence. And so it's really just about kind of playing with life and really getting into that experiment feel. And so when we go to the transfer of desire and you desire to, to know what's happening and you desire to. Um, well, I went, I went live today on in Facebook and pulled cards. That's what I wanted to tell you. And that's yeah. perfectly with the innocence thing because. I literally was sitting, I was just, it was this morning, I was thinking about something. I'm like, I wonder if Facebook has like live tarot reading groups. Like that's all you, that people do. And I'm like, they have to have that. Like that has to be a thing. Yeah. So I look it up and there's a drillion, million, billion. And so I, oh, saw, yeah. I joined a couple because I feel like if I went live on my own page, it wouldn't like, I don't know. It would just be different. Yeah. yeah. But this has, this group has like 30,000 followers or whatever, and you're going live in the group. So I was like, all right. So, That's I, so cool. I did it. And there was, a, there was a few people that came in and I had a few questions. So I did get to pull for some people and I was very much like, Hey guys, I'm new to this thing, but I totally love it. I'm reading from my book, but I don't care. And I don't care if you care. Like I was very much like, Hey, listen, ah. I'm going to go in the order that people ask me and I'm not going to go back and explain. So just listen to when I do it. And this is how I shuffled the cards. I was like, very much like, look at how I do this. This is how things go. And it was really kind of, it was really fun and it was really cool. And I do feel a little like when I'm flipping through the book, I'm like, oh, hey, I'm trying to like talk as I'm trying to like find these cards really quick. Cause I don't know, as soon as I see the interpretation, I go, oh, and then I start talking. Cause I will remember it will like, but I don't just remember what a lot of the cards mean. I remember yeah. what the suit means. And so I can go, oh, well, this is pentacles. This usually means money and family and blah, blah, blah. The swords does not mean penises all the time, but it can. And all this other stuff is like flipping <laughs> through the car, the book. So it's not bad, but part of me, like a little tiny voice, my root is like, hurry up, find it. You need it. You can't be looking through this book. Like, come on, let's go. Right. But and my heart is like, you yeah, prove. but no one said anything about it. And I was very much like, Hey, I am new. Ask me questions. Like, and then I even threw in some human design stuff and told people to figure out their design because if they ask me a question and then said and I'm a projector or and I'm a manifester then I can pull with that in mind and when I interpret I'll like that's there I'm like okay that's because I know this person's a projector this is how they this is probably what their interpret interpretation for them is supposed to be because this is how they're supposed to interact with the world so this is the best piece of it because the cards can mean a million different things. People can interpret them an infinite amount of ways. So right. if I get a little information about who you are and I go, oh, okay, well, energetically, this is, 
how you should interpret interpret this card because that's what would work best for you. So that's what I did. It felt very motivation in a sense. Cause like, oh, I was like, oh, this will be fun. And I saw myself like setting up my corner before I even thought about, cause usually if I wanna do something spontaneous like this I have to look through my day planner and go, okay, where does, where does this fit? <laughs> usually when I wanna be spontaneous, I have to turn it. <laughs> yes, yes. In, and Sean's at a wedding. So I was like, well, Sean's gone. And, uh, and he left and I was like, well, I have that thing at two. Like, well, what else should I do? And I was like, I'm going to do it right now. And I felt like almost like not guilty, but like, hey, I'm, do, I, I'm ditching my planner and I'm going to do something that I think is fun. Um, <laughs> and it was like 20 minutes. So it wasn't like, it wasn't super long. And I'll probably go back on tonight and do it again because it was fun. Um, but yeah, I'm glad that you brought up the innocence motivation part because that's kind of how I felt about that. Yeah. But I think when things like that happen, I don't realize how rigid I am and how like, like really hanging on to that conditioning. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't realize it until I go the other way. And I'm like, oh, like I'm supposed to do all the fun stuff and not really care about to-do lists or anything. But I felt guilty a little bit, even though my to-do lists are literally like shit for myself like repot plants and make another necklace and like prep, like prep the pod for this coming week. And I have a reading tomorrow. So like some notes. So it's not like a lot of stuff. So it's just funny that I feel guilty, like not doing the things that I wrote down and set for myself to possibly do today. I... <laughs> I can relate to that though. I feel like that's some undefined root stuff. When I know I shouldn't be writing shit down in the first place. Half the time I'm like, why am I writing this stuff down? I shouldn't do that. But my fifth, my gate five is like, you have, like, just write it. (laughs) Just write it. You don't have to do it. Just write it. That's what I'm Well, I tell, I tell undefined root people to do that all the time because it helps me. It's like, it soothes the root just to write it down. It's like, okay. It's like, then the root's like, okay, now you're aware of what you need to do. And then you can be the boss of it. Like, yes, thank you for the to-do list. But sometimes I'm not, I'm not a good boss. Sometimes I go, I do. I think that's the consequences of doing what you said. And I have to just be aware. Okay. The consequence of writing this down is if you don't do this, for a second, you're probably going to be annoyed at yourself. So is that cool? Okay. And then, but then you'll see it and be like, ah, it's cool. You, you don't have time to do this. It's totally fine. It'd be much better if you relaxed for this hour instead of like this random task for an hour. And yeah. It's more, it's, I think that's what it is, is I have to be aware of the consequences that are going to unconsciously just go, because I feel like that root is almost like the voice of the, the feelings and the thoughts that happen first, the things that we can't control. Like it's my root says stuff and does stuff before I can even, I know what's happening. And I'm like, Hey, I actually don't feel that way, but thanks for annoying me for a second. Like <laughs> I almost, and gosh, I'm going to have to start thinking about that and messing around with that. Cause I feel like a lot of times when it comes to my root center energy, I'd been doing what I used to do with negative thoughts and negative feelings, which is you can't do that. You can't have those. And I feel like I've been doing a lot of the Mm. same thing with the root energy is like, you're not allowed to feel that because that's your not self root. And you know what that is. And you, you're aware that that's what it is. So don't, 
you don't feel that. But it happens first. And then I go, hey, don't. I think I just have to allow. Yeah, because it's it's just energy. Like, it's just doing its job. Yeah. And then I think the more that I allow it, perhaps, and this will be an experiment on my part, perhaps it will be more slow to the get up and I'll be able to be like, oh, it looks like I'm not going to get to this thing on my list. And before I can go, well, you totally fucked up the whole day in my like mind. <laughs> Maybe I'll go, but that's okay. And then the root will start to be like, mm, and I'm like, actually, I already said that's okay. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> we'll practice. I'll practice a little bit. I know I make the root sound like this evil monster, but I, I think it's me a lot yeah it's just part of your journey because of all the openness I mean it's literally it's so open on your chart because <laughs> you don't I have know. anything now you make me want to look again I know my chart but when you say stuff sometimes it like integrates in my head in a better way than when I was thinking about it before. yeah oh yeah I have no, I just have the little lonely 58 yeah for the spleen and then you have nine coming down from the sacral, kind of reaching down to the root. And then that is literally, that is it. There's nothing. And it's ghostly down there. Oh, you're right. You know, this is why I love you is because <laughs> I've always known I've had a lot of energy around the throat. Like, well, obviously I was a throat because well, that's what we got. And then the identity, I've always noticed that. But I uh-huh. never really noticed that all my little gate, like colors and swooshes kind of just really window <laughs> yes <laughs> it's just a little one and so the fact that like the root center would would be like this like I almost want to fight it in a boxing match <laughs> it kind of yeah. makes sense to me it yeah. does yeah because <sighs> there's there's nothing to tamper the energy of it well now I think I'll need to, I'm going to pull out my notes from Jess Fields and read just specifically about the root center because I know there's stuff I can do. I know people talk about the root center. They talk a lot about grounding. And I feel like I, I'll just need, I need to deepen my practices in those, I think, maybe longer meditations. And I haven't walked by myself in a really long time. I was going to go today and now it's like pouring rain. So I don't know. But I have plenty of time this weekend. So I think I will. But yeah, I never really, the root is very much like my childhood where I'm like, meh. I don't need to think about that. It's over there. And, ooh, Janelle, and the root chakra is all about security. It's all about financial stability and your connection to the earth, right? Yes, yes. It's like, because it's rooted to the earth, right? So it's about your resources. Material plane. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so the root center in human design really talks about securing your place in the material plane right with the adrenaline and with the motorized pressure so that's how they kind of overlap so then it also makes sense why you might have some trouble trusting yourself to create these resources with the openness down there it's like it just doesn't really know what it's doing all the time okay Janelle when you're watching this back you cut that (laughs) clip right there because that's the story right that's 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 it because I have time sometimes I have hard time finding them but Look at your arms are waving. This is the clip. <laughs> uh, and everyone should listen to this episode just for what you just said, because 
I don't really think about stuff in that regard. And I think I do that. I really pay attention to the parts and pieces that feel safe and like, okay, we can look at these like in my chart specifically. And then the things that I, like the root center, I'm just like, it's way down there. Who cares? Like I talk about a sacral, the emotional center. I'm like, oh, I take everybody's shit in. I know how that goes. Like that's always gonna happen. Like be a sponge, not or be a window, not a sponge. Yeah, I get it. (laughs) I don't like do. I don't. Hmm. I don't really think about why these parts and pieces like really and like bother me and what I'm like like I avoid things. I'm very good at avoiding things that I don't want to deal with. Well, I feel like that's a good, this is a good example of our motivations because innocence is like, I don't know, let's go play with the flowers. And fear motivation is like, hmm, what's happening here? Let's <laughs> analyze everything. <laughs> I know, I know. It's so, gosh, it's so funny because it's just like you said. And now I'm like thinking about all this stuff. And we've talked about my, like how I don't like to, think about my childhood or talk about it or whatever and mm-hmm. I really still haven't it's inter- interesting because we had the podcast with Travis and he said that people do that for you and I was like what he goes yeah you, people help you with that and I was like no I find something online and I read it and I do it myself right <laughs> no I have to have somebody do this for me I and mean I, I think that really halted me because really? I don't, I don't want to pay somebody to help me, (laughs) but I would love people to pay me to help them. Yeah. That unpacks so many layers of things. Um, What a jerk. I am a jerk. I would really like to trade a human design reading for your inner child work. I'll do a trade. If anybody hears this and they want to trade me, if I feel energetically (laughs) connected to you and like, this would be a good trade, I'll trade you. That works, right? Okay. Okay. But no, you're just, (laughs) you went, you went straight to judgment. So we've got to not overlooking that. Bring it back. (laughs) What did I judge again? You judged yourself. You're like, oh, I'm a jerk. It's like, no, you're a person. It's scary to spend money in a lot of ways, especially with your specific um, I meant more I'm a jerk that because I don't want to spend money, but I'm like, really wanting people to so you want, pay me no I know I know that's what I'm trying to unpack for that's a second. okay okay uh, because that's just <laughs> don't feel like an well it's just what happens a lot because it's scary to spend the money but then you need money to survive and you know that you have this skill to, so I mean on some level you're gonna have to get to a point where you're okay spending money to support yourself in these ways because mm-hmm. for I mean for a lot of reasons but also having somebody else walk you through this stuff I mean you're a mental projector you have to soundboard Mm -hmm. so literally probably all you need to do is just be in the room with somebody else I can't tell you how many times I was in therapy and I just therapized myself and ended up turning into the therapist for my therapist that's part of the because I don't go to therapy because I did that to my therapist (laughs) yeah but it's like this I couldn't have come to those conclusions by myself I couldn't have come to those conclusions outside of that room well, right that so you for me <laughs> I'm just kidding no I'm just kidding we're friends I would never but like 
I you do do that for me a lot. It's like when I say something out loud mm-hmm. and I just see your look and I'm like, I <laughs> I know what she's thinking and she's right. So should I say it first or should I let her say it? <laughs> it's very much yeah. like that. And yeah. I, I agree with you. And I guess that that's true. I guess like I can start off with not necessarily having to pay somebody, but just soundboarding. Like, yeah, I mean, you don't idea. have to, but in, I mean, there's all kinds of options. It's not like you have to go to the person with a, you know, a couple thousand dollar offer. There's, there's all kinds of, Things. No, I know. I, and I know I could make it like make sense for me uh, financially. I think another big part of it is I don't, who do, who do you, who do you pick? Like, how do you know? Who I know pick? that's the hard thing, but I, I work with this person every once in a while because she's so impactful. It's amazing. She's a manifester. So let me look up her chart. Um, Cause the first time we worked together, we did a little trade thing. And yeah, she I does, might be cool with that. A trade. She, she does this thing called um, SRT, subconscious reprogramming technique. It is mind blowing. So she, I'll just like tell her, I just like go in martyr mode. She's great. She's like, just, just whine about whatever's happening. So I'm like, Bleh. and she's like, okay. And then she'll just like, stop me. She gets in full manifester mode. And this is what blows my mind. Seeing a peaceful manifester working. It's, and the impact that has is so amazing so then you just do these things literally she'll pick stuff she'll tell you what to say you just you breathe in you hold your breath and you repeat what she says and you let it go and then it goes through this whole release technique and then it's like you're cured and it's the weirdest thing like the first time I I worked with her I um we went through a bunch of blocks that I had and then the next day I had to go to my kid's birthday party and my kid's dad was there and he was being really really weird like usually we're fake nice to each other and it's fine but he was like ignoring me and I just sat there and I was like I just have so much love in my heart for him like he's being weird and I don't even care like if I take it personally oh my gosh this is amazing (laughs) and it like every time I work with her it's like this next level of stuff and it's, I just wish you could know that that's how it was going to be with somebody before you gave them money to do their shit. Cause yeah, to me, that just sounds like, I don't know if that would work. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I don't, um, it's it like the, but it, it's interesting that you say it like that because when I was pulling cards today, usually my hang up with the cards is I don't want to say something that's wrong. I don't mm-hmm. want to give people the wrong advice or I don't, I don't want someone to message me and be like, actually the nine of pentacles means this and you're totally wrong. Even though I know from what I've read from tarot is that there's tons of interpretations and you're also supposed to include your intuitive interpretations. So really there's no wrong. And that has helped me a lot to where I could do the live and just be like, cause I was saying stuff and usually I think about it. I'm like, mm. oh, we should think. And I was just saying shit. I'm like, oh God, I hope I didn't like. That's so awesome. When people were like, should I get back together with E or is this something that's going to happen with J? I was like, oh, they used their full, the names. And I said, and I was like, all right, well, we're going with names then. But, uh, <laughs> uh, and I felt like this feeling, this thing saying like, don't, you can't tell them definitively yes or, yes or no, because you don't know, because you can't tell the future. And mm. I was like, well, I can still say what I think without overanalyzing it too much. So that's because I had to, because I was doing it kind of fast. So 
it really helped me to be okay with the way that I interpret the cards and to give, tell people that and realize it's okay. Like they're asking you for this. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying like, fucking jump off a building. You have wings. You can fly. Like I'm not, <laughs> it's right. not, it's not questions like that. It's in fact, the one group that I'm a part of, you are not allowed to ask health questions or, oh. or, um, legal questions. Okay. That seems smart. I love that. that <laughs> Good. Great. Because if I, I don't want to mess with someone's health or wealth, I guess, because that's right. Legal. And like, yeah, they were like, if you have questions about this, ask the appropriate professional. And I was like, thank goodness that you're telling people that. <laughs> yes. That's amazing. Yeah. So well, I'm proud of you for going on there. I know that's been a thing for a while. It was, I was actually, as soon as I found it, I was like, I'm going to do this right now. I want to do this right now. I think I needed to find like a spot where that's what everybody was doing. So that's mm-hmm. what's expected. And they encourage you like join. Everybody can read for anybody. Like, but like, it's very much like, we know you could be a beginner at this and nobody gives a shit. And cool. I think I, that was like, oh my God. And I'm wondering if that's how people who are new to human design feel when they find like human design groups mm-hmm. and people are like, ask your dumbass questions. We don't care. We're going to tell you what we think, but they're not stupid questions. Just ask us. Because <laughs> that's what I feel like people will come in there and ask some questions that they might feel stupid because that's the beginning of human design or it's something that they think that they should know already. I know someone in my DMs asked me a question and then she's like, I'm so ashamed. I've only been in my experiment for a year. And I was like, why are you ashamed of that? Everybody, every single person has only been in their experiment for a year at some point. Like, it's okay. (laughs) That's where you are. (sighs) Yeah. It's not like it's easy to find this thing. (laughs) Right. They they don't make it easy. um, They don't make it easy, but I do feel like there's a lot of judgment, which yeah for another episode but (laughs) yeah 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 I think I think you're right and I think that this is good we did a good one this time we had no (laughs) plans people we just came on like let's just talk and see what happens and this is usually what happens (laughs) yeah (laughs) this is what came out (laughs) so thanks for listening and if you have a question about human design it's one is not stupid and we'd love to hear it too Mm-hmm. Um, and it could be an, a new episode for the podcast. You don't even know. You could, you could inspire us. us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We have, um, undefined crowns, so it can be really nice to be inspired. So please give us your inspirations. And I want y'all to know if you're watching on YouTube, um, I'm see we're seeing all your comments and we thank you so much for enjoying the episodes and for experimenting along with us. And for saying things like, you know, I feel this, I'm with you here. Like we appreciate you. I yes. was reading the comments the other day. So, so thank you guys very much. Um, bye Rebecca. <laughs> Thanks, you y'all. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Please be sure to rate and review because that helps us help more people. Is there something you want to hear? Let us know your idea might be our next episode.